Ooh, oh, you brought string cheese to a to a to a podcast fight? Yeah. Oh man, that's not fair. I didn't know food was allowed. <laughs> I keep why? Yeah, why are we limiting this just to liquor? What the hell? Why do we think to get food? Because then we'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I I didn't say you should eat porridge or hot soup on the podcast, but string cheese is a pretty safe bet. That's true. Damn it, outsmarted by Kevin again. Alright, so welcome all right, so welcome to this is still episode four. This is what we're gonna keep calling this episode four, but it's gonna be episode four part B because in a way to circumvent that whole we can't we can't talk for under an hour for some strange goddamn reason. We're just gonna like break this one up and see if that works better. By the way, I wanna okay. However, if part B runs an <laughs> runs like an hour and a half again, I don't know what <laughs> at that point I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna resign that it, to the fact that each episode should just be five hours long and that's it. Quantity over quality is gonna be the main message of our podcast. That's a lot of free time. Just think of us as the morning talk show. Right. And we're a very short morning talk show. Right. That that nobody watches. So I wanted to kind of finish up the topic that I brought up at the end of part. Part A, and then we can hopefully move off politics unless, you know, someone has anything else to add. So I mentioned the guy who ran against Trump in 2016 that actually there was some weird scenario where he could have where he could have become president by winning a, a one state. So I had to do quickly some research again just to catch myself up on what I was talking about. The guy's name is Evan McMullen. He was running in Utah and he was running as an independent, but he is pretty much a Republican. He's very right wing leaning. So in Utah, and this is interesting because I I had to dig up an old article from 538, and it's really kind of eerie reading this because this is when they were like, well, it doesn't really matter because Hillary Clinton is going to win this. We're giving her an 87% chance, and Trump is a joke, and ha ha ha, let's just get this over with. They were saying that. Uh, remember those days. <sighs> yeah, that was the good. Yeah, exactly the good old days. Yeah, remember Obama? That was great. So Evan McMullen is an ex like C, uh, CIA officer, uh, supposedly a guy that was a pretty has a pretty respectable background in service to uh, to this country, and he's he always was and still is very anti-Trump. He's very outspoken <laughs> against them. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm watching Kevin eat his string cheese. Damn it, take this seriously. <laughs> and okay. I'm so sorry. Go no, on. No, I, was, I know. I switched back right in time to see like like Kevin slurping up cheese like it was spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for demonstrating why food is not allowed on this podcast. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm gonna mute. I don't think I can eat I don't think I can eat for a while anyway. Okay, so just to wrap up this horrible story. <laughs> Evan McMullen was. <laughs> you forgot to mute your mic, by the way. Uh, you guys understand I spent hours editing this, and yet you don't care that you're making my job so much harder right now. Thank you, Skippy. I can't Go tell on. if Kevin is laughing or having a heart attack, but either way. Kevin, here, look, I'm going to put this little piece of paper oh, over. Oh my god, such good belly laughs right there. Oh my god. <sighs> Okay, I'm glad you can laugh about what happened in 2016. <laughs> You're pretty much the only one. What were you saying, Skippy? I'm sorry. I don't know. Where did I lose you? Somewhere about, like, some guy from Utah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so long story short, there's a guy <laughs> named Evan McMullen who was running in Utah. He was doing pretty well in the polls. 
And there was a weird scenario where he actually had like a 1% chance of becoming president. And the way that was going to work was that he was going to steal enough electoral votes from the split between Clinton and Trump because neither one was popular for their uh, own specific reasons, where that would deadlock the Electoral College. And if that happened, it would then go to the House to decide who the president would be. Uh, According to the, I want to say the 12th Amendment, if the Electoral College is locked, the House gets to pick the president. So what happens is each of the state's representatives basically vote for who the next president will be. The names are sent in and they vote. And because the House was heavily controlled by the Republicans, there was a good chance that they would not want Trump in office. So they actually would have probably picked McMullen. So he could have won one state and become president, which would have been completely, which actually would have been more insane than Trump becoming president. Now, obviously none of that happened, but I just wanted to give you the background more insane though have the technology so to speak (laughs) you know like i feel like i'm like the six million dollar man we have the technology just go to the popular vote i mean the electoral vote is based on like situation that was 200 years ago same with like the right to bear arms yeah. Like, yes, like, the, elector- yes. The, electoral, the electoral vote needs to die. I Absolutely. It is such an old, useless thing. It's kind of like daylight savings time. It was created by old, white, racist men. It needs to be abolished. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think I think that's it for politics. I, I think we're done. Hey, guys, how was your halftime show? Uh, it, it, it was good. Yeah? Did you do a little dance, sing a little song in the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I, you know, dropped the kids off at the pool, and I'm, I'm good to go. So. Uh, all right. Oh, God damn it. Hey, so you know what I realized? One of the things we never talk about, because we, you know, we talk about like movies and uh, and uh, games and video games and all this other stuff. We never brought up comic books. Does anybody here actually still read comic books by any chance? No. Why? Stop. Don't. So much. I don't that much. I've gotten a couple in recent years, but that's because I kind of got my daughter hooked on them. So she's been reading comic books. And when I'm there, I've been like, oh, you know what? This looks good. But they've just been small little issues based on like upcoming Marvel movies. So I I still wouldn't count that as I'm reading comic books. But um they're expensive now. <laughs> you are they know? really? Wait, are comics no longer? Are they no longer a dollar? Four dollars? Oh my god! I remember when yes. comics were a dollar ninety-five, and then Image Comics came out, and they were charging something like two dollars and fifty cents. And I like, I was like, this is outrageous. Are you kidding so, me? And so uh, after I'm done, and I'd rather get them for my kid because she's reading the comics. Um, what does she read? And not looking at a screen. She likes Captain Marvel, Elektra, uh, something Fathom, like what, which is more of an independent thing. X twenty three, you know, like good violent stuff, but uh, that you know, any ten year old. All these girly reading. comic books, whatever. Yeah, man. exactly. She read it, you know, does she read any the, real manly comic books like Captain America or Spider Man or I'm gonna get kicked in the nuts later by my wife? teaching her the proper way to eviscerate and any particular person i think but uh yeah no like after i've bought her comics i don't have any money for my own so i'm kind of like well fuck it so but you buy uh, her you buy her actual physical copies not the digital stuff right correct yeah see i can't read the digital stuff i think that might have i tried subscribing to a couple of things digitally and 
I don't understand how anybody can read. I think it's cool that they offer that option. And I know to some people it's the only option because they may not have comic book stores around anymore because there's a lot less of them around. So it's cool that people can still be exposed to it. But I tried reading comic books, whether on a tablet or on my phone, and I, I just it's impossible. Like I need to maybe cause just because that's how I grew up and I'm not I'm just not used to it. But it's just so awkward to try to read something that has pictures in it on like on my screen. It's different than like reading an, a, a book like on my Kindle or whatever. I can do that without any problem. But a comic book, I need to hold the issue. I can't like pan around the page with my finger. That's just really weird. No, I can understand that. And uh, it's funny because I'm the opposite with books. I, I gave up like physical books a long time ago. Like I was one of the first early adopters of ebooks. I remember probably like 20 years ago, um, dating myself here, I had, uh, I bought the Rocket ebook. Ooh. Yes, I yes. Really... The first ebooks to the point where when I was on a plane, when I would get on a plane and I would have this, people would be like, whoever was sitting next to me would be like, oh, what, what are you doing? What is that? And I'm like, it's an ebook. And they're like, what's in the a book is that Spanish exactly. I'm like, no, it's an electronic book and I'm like on this device which has a whopping 16 meg I have like seven 500 page books and they're like oh, 20 years ago 16 meg is that real Um, when did the rocket I think it came out in 1997 and of course, I'm an early adopter. Hold on. Well, let me see. Rocket ebook. Uh, let me look it up. Yeah, I actually, I'm like you. I actually backed away a little bit from I, reading I, for a couple of years. Yeah, once once digital readers became a thing, I don't I actually. I'm sorry, I said Kindle, but I don't have a Kindle. I have a Kobo. Uh, so my uh, my family got that for me as a gift, and I got heavily back into reading because of that thing. I love it. The fact that. Yeah, you, you, I just throw this little tiny tablet, you know, that like can't you can't break it if you tried, and you t- and the battery lasts forever, and just take it with you and take any number of books with you anywhere you go. It's phenomenal. The same thing when I'm reading, like honestly, if I'm on a couch, like it's just so convenient. The thing doesn't weigh anything. You just hold this little thing and you just read books. I love it. But I now, started reading. I started reading so much more because of that. Now yeah. you have to graduate to audiobooks best thing no, ever i can't no fucking i can't yeah because it's i can't deal with whoever's voice so i have shit i, I don't remember i thought you best dropped thing it ever I, I thought you dropped I, it up at the pool use an app called fb reader which is nice because i throw my books on google play and then it syncs between my phone and my tablet and my ebook reader my ebook reader is um android based so you know whatever i'm using i can i can uh read whatever book i'm i'm reading i can't deal with the audiobooks and i I can see how they could be i love them oh no 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 i've tried them a couple of times and it's always like i am reading this ebook and this is my accent and it's absolutely horrible and like 30 seconds into it i'm like oh my fucking god i'm about to like take an ice pick to my eardrums and i can't do it. So, I've, I've, I, had, I've had most of the books that i've listened to are 
good to awesome. The actors or the the reader does a very good job splitting the characters up or whatever. There was one series that when I first heard it, I was like, I can't stand this person's voice. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? I just you know just bought this. So then after a while, after a while, you do get used to it. I'm sorry, unless Patrick Stewart is reading every ebook, I, I'm not interested. My question is, how long did you practice that amazing accent before releasing it into this podcast? It sounded like, it sounded very genuine. I thought there was another person in the room, possibly British. So I'm actually somewhere in between you guys. I like audiobooks for what they are, I because I, from time to time, had longer commutes. I do enjoy listening to them. However, part A of that is I do kind of agree with Jerry where a bad reader can really ruin the experience. But... I mean, that's there's nothing much you can do about that. But my my only real problem with that is people who say they read a lot when they listen to audiobooks. I have a friend who likes to sound very intellectual, and every time he will be like, I read like seven books last month about blah, 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 and this and this and this and this. And what he means is he listened to them on tape as he was driving. Yeah, uh, I, that's I call you. bullshit to yes, you. Thanks. Who gives yes. a fuck? I got the content the same as you no. did. No, and no, I will tell you I, what. No, I, I, I disagree. I completely disagree. If you listen to audiobooks, totally you, wrong. Disagree. No, if you listen to audiobooks, you are not reading, and I will tell you why. Because That's when bullshit. you when you are reading same a book, exact content. I disagree. No, when you're reading, when no, you're reading you're a book, the same content, but you're doing it in a very different way. Yes, thank you. That is like saying I saw the movie about the book, so that counts as reading the book. No, it isn't. Hmm? It absolutely does. You no, are, it is not. Yes. Same thing. I disagree with you 100%. Two against one. That's what we got. Three people. Uh, we, I, uh, we win uh, the Super Bowl. I'll allow that that voting that voting mechanic. But so, so I think in how it, can it, you say that it is not a change I will in tell content you why. or it's, in temptation? Different. It's very different. The I, I feel the brain processing that you're using is, is is very different and honestly i don't have the scientific i couldn't quote you the scientific reasoning to back that up but it's 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 yeah it's definitely different you know it's funny i agree with you it is a different <laughs> that was easy <laughs> no hold on it is a different brain process and actually so in my particular scenario situation I get a lot of eye strain reading for a long period of time. And like, I actually, my eyes start to blur out and I'm like, I can't focus on this page anymore. So to me, so to me, I'm getting, I'm consuming (laughs) the content instead of reading a book, a hard copy book, because, you know, eye strain limits the time and whatever. We're not criticizing for it. We're just saying, don't say, I read six books last month. You could say I listened to six yeah, when, books. Yeah, when somebody says, but "Hey, I listen, I listened to, I listened to Macbeth last week," it's like, okay, hey, we can totally talk about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I read it. You listen to it. We can discuss the material in it. That's fine. But <laughs> yes, when you say I read it, but you listen to it, it's not the same thing. And for me, one of the biggest reasons that is because, such a crazy argument that no, this because, is even different. Because when you're re- okay, when I read a book, I you. 
I guess the simplest way I can explain it is you almost have a voice inside your head as you're reading it, and you're building right. this whole thing in your own head. When you're hearing and somebody else's cool. voice and somebody else's accentuate certain words and bring their own emotion into it, that changes the way you visualize the story. It's no longer your brain sort of like yes. like painting what you're reading. It's somebody else, and, and that is a different experience. I give you a specific Have you tried of, doing both on one book and – and then coming up with two different experiences no but that is actually a very good point i have not done that the i I grew up reading terry brooks um like the sort of shannara books and i believe in the audiobook he pronounces and this is you know like a kind of a silly example but it, it it i think it proves what skippy was saying he pronounces it genera or or something like that but you you come up with your own voices for the people your own yes 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 pronunciations of however that word is and that becomes yours that's that's yours internally you you built that you built this world you have those images when someone else is telling you it it's a little bit different well hold on but but hold on like let me i i understand what you're talking about because there's a lot of games where uh uh, books sorry where i uh so i'm listening primarily right and then i'll go look at look up some lore online or something and i have no idea how something is spelled so i'm like how how the fuck do i search for this character like i you know how did it how is it spelled so you're right i'm not familiar with the what is it? The linguistic version of it. I agree. There's two separate parts of the brain that interpret these things. But at the end of the day, you're you're either listening to exactly the same thing as you might be seeing, like uh, the two sides of the coin is to see the words and then interpret that or to hear it and interpret that. But you still visually see the exact same thing. But it doesn't yeah. matter. But you're still, but interpretation is what matters. He's also talking about, for example, let's say you're reading a dialogue between two characters. In your mind, you assign personalities where and it, it goes even like even the way they talk, the mannerisms they talk, the voice that they have. You create all this in your head. When you're hearing somebody say it, it they're doing it for you. It's it. it I can understand that. It's different. It, even to the again to the emotion behind the speech, it's different. And it. Even I, I have to agree with, with that. I just think. You know, in my particular case, I like to listen to it over. Oh, like there's, the, well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's I listen to audiobooks all the time. I enjoy listening to audiobooks. I just think it's a different experience than from reading it. I legitimately enjoy reading. Like audiobooks is something I do. I'll admit, like I do it more because I'll do it again. Like when I'm, like when I'm commuting or you know, I just I can't actually physically read a book. But the act of actually reading, like sitting down and opening up an actual book and reading the words is something I legitimately enjoy. But I think that, books is something I do out of necessity more. But that's different. I, I get it. That's not what you're saying. Yeah. I feel that actually engages different aspects of the brain, which you may, based on how you function, you may or may not retain content better. Like me personally, if I'm if if I'm taking notes on something and I've been doing that more recently with like with my whole job aspect i've kind of been taking courses on like other programming languages and everything and i'm consuming this data someone's telling me this 
but I feel like I have to write it down and read it back personally to like better absorb it. You know what I mean? So like someone telling me something, someone reading a book to me is giving me, I'm retaining like 50% of it. If I'm reading, I'm retaining 80% of it. If I'm like writing it, I'm retaining 90% if that makes sense. You no, know, I'm the same way, but that's because I'm a, I'm just a visual person. Yeah. If I write, right. if I, if I, if I actually see the words, I'll retain them better than hearing them. Right. Yeah. It's that, so funny. Cause I'm, I would say I'm a visual person, but here the intake via audio is better for my visual mind than reading letters. I'll put it to this way. If you described the way you ate that cheese, I would have been like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. But the fact that we saw you eat that string cheese basically <laughs> sent everyone into convulsions. So, <laughs> And it's funny, you know, I, I, I'm going to like, I, I apologize for the nerdism here, but I wonder how like this kind of stuff affects the quote unquote younger generation who who's growing up on YouTube and where like, Everything they're, is visual. They're like, eating Tide Pods. I would say it's not affecting them well. <laughs> pretty accurate. But no, like, I wonder that. Like, who uh, was it you, Skippy, that was like, oh, my God, imagine if we had the this shit when we were kids. Uh, like, said someone said yeah, that to I me. I said that yesterday. Oh, oh I say that you? all the time. <laughs> like, thank no, God we like, didn't have Facebook or anything when we were kids. Yeah, you know, like. Smart I, I want to, like I'd love to take the same person and grow them 20, 30, 40, whatever, however different it is, years apart from where we are now with like YouTube and and like uh, cell phones and, and like the internet ubiquitous at like any point where like and even like I, I do that with my own kid. She'll be like hey, what's like X, Y, or Z? And we're like, fucking ask Google. Like, Remember oh, when we were kids and how exciting it was to well, find porn in someone's garbage? <laughs> and you drive riding your bike around the, 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 the block? Yeah, exactly. You know? I, I never did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, like, you certainly didn't look it up on the internet. No, but that would have been such a better way to spend my younger years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I had my imagination. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, basically like in my house and i know uh, i know skippy would disapprove of this but like the only room where you can't ask google something is the bathroom <laughs> you know <laughs> that's like, the only place i would want to ask google anything but i'd be exactly. like like oh my Wait. i'd be like hey google What's, is this what? is this an okay color <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and like it's it's a totally different paradigm that these kids are growing up in in these days and and I, I almost apologize for dating myself but the name of this podcast is Old Men Yell at Podcast so I feel like I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to I'm totally on brand here oh yeah we're uh, bitching about the young people and uh, and yeah. how they totally can't relate to anything that we're talking about. <laughs> It's like uh, my own father sent me a picture like last week of a payphone. He was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Someone I work with was telling me that they were driving around around here because there's still there's still remnants of the old days around where I live. And they were driving around and their kid all of a sudden starts like pulling on their sleeve and go, what the hell is that? And they're like, it's a phone booth. And they're like, wait, wh- what? Fuck. And they're and they're like, and they're like, well, what, wait, what, what? What do you mean a phone? Did you like, see like the what's Matrix? in there? Yeah, and they're like, and they're like, you used to have to go into those to to make phone calls, and they're just like, wait, they had booths and they had like iPhones inside them, and they're like, oh good lord, where the no. fuck do you think Clark Kent turns into Superman, you dumb and, fuck? And they're like, I was oh thinking, god, Dead they're like, please just you take your Xanax and shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, but anyway, this whole thing started with, I, I was talking about comic books. <laughs> Oh, yeah, comic books even <laughs> before Yeah, that. I just – no, but I realized that – so I have – ever since I was a kid – I'm sorry, not ever since I was a kid. Well, I was I used to collect comics when I was a kid religiously, and then since I moved out of my parents' house uh, last weekend – no, years ago, I, I've had like these boxes that travel with me everywhere that has my old yes. comic books in it. And once in a while, I open them up and I go, why did I ever give this up? This is – this stuff is incredible. Mm-hmm. You just have like all this amazing artwork and stories and all this kind of crap. And I, I like I want to get back into it, but you're right. I don't a I don't think I have the time, and b I don't think I have the money to get back into comic books anymore, I, which is a shame. It's it's a really wonderful medium that I've totally neglected for a couple of decades now. And what's and, funny and, is when I got into comic books in high school and later, it was Japanese stuff, and it was hard to get stuff. So I actually spent a lot of money back then, not the dollar or whatever it was. Like five dollars for a graphic novel, or or ten or fifteen dollars for a graphic novel, like the Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, that stuff was great. And then you see weird reference that, like for example, uh, today I was just like shuffling through some stuff, and it led me down this rabbit hole of of research and Google and stuff. Um, have you guys ever read a comic called Scud, the Disposable Assassin? No. Okay, this I is. Think so. I, I, I will I will let you borrow this if you don't have it. So it was this great comic book that ran, I think, in the early 2000s. Uh, the premise was really basic. It was an indie comic book, but it was it was fairly popular. It was uh, this sort of like futuristic alternate reality where these robotic assassins were sold in vending machines, and you buy an assassin and you tell it who to kill, and it kills your target, and then it, it and then it uh, it self destructs. So the thing is, it was one of the first things that had to do uh, with sort of like. Uh, robots and computers becoming self-aware because what happens is one of these assassins accidentally walks by like a mirror and it sees like a sticker on its side that says like once once the assassination is complete this unit will self-destruct and it becomes self-aware and it's like holy shit it doesn't want to die so what it does is when it finds its target it it like it does everything short of killing it and then it it sort of like hurts it enough where it puts it in a coma and then this thing is in the hospital and in order to pay its hospital bills it has to like do like independent contract like assassination contracts so it's basically like a mr me seeks assassin okay hold wow you you are way ahead of me because damn it i had this whole thing but holy shit that is really impressive hold on because it was written by a guy named rob schrab who is a comedian and a writer and he did a bunch of things he is really close friends with Dan Harmon and Justin <laughs> Roiland, who years later at a Comic-Con, I was going to say, hey, guess which character on Rick and Morty was actually influenced by, by Scud this what Fuck you, Jerry. God Sorry. damn it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you start talking about someone. Dude, that the sounds fact, like, hey, no, but 
The fact that you made that leap so instantly, holy shit, that is really impressive. While drinking. Good for you, man. It's like fucking Rick and Morty. He only had beer. But that's so great. So I found out that like Rob Schrad and Dan Harmon apparently. Uh, What's that? I'm on a, uh, what is it? Um, Yeah, like Coke and and, uh, whiskey now. Okay. So yeah, basically, so Rob Schrab worked with Dan Harmon, and uh, Rob Schrab actually helped write and direct a couple of episodes of Community, which was a Dan Harmon show. And in one of the episodes, there's actually a Scud poster hanging in the background of the classroom. And uh, it pops up in a few Dan Harmon projects, but yes, when they designed Mr. Meesix, it was actually influenced by Scud, the disposable assassin. God, I am legitimately impressed. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm blown away. I'm blown away that you just got there immediately. You just saved us like this. I think this may go under an hour just because you got to the point of my story. <laughs> Best instantly. segment ever. I thought that was I thought that was pretty damn cool. Okay. So let's move on to game corner. How do what do we talk about? Well, <laughs> I don't know, but I think you can read my mind and you know what yeah, I want to talk about. Tainted Growl. Yeah, I wanted to ask. You guys mentioned. Uh, I'm assuming these are both board games, right? Yeah, so Tainted Grail is, and and I don't, I think it's like a recent Kickstarter that ended. So Tainted Grail, uh, like, uh, had I recently gotten a job, which I didn't, I would have absolutely bought this game immediately. It just seems like how much is it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's. I mean, just, if it's like a hundred bucks, that's yeah. But if it's like a 30 40 dollar board game i mean no 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 it's probably like uh you know what i don't know i'll i'll pull it up on the uh inter what is that thing that kids use the interwebs this isn't the board game that i mentioned that set some uh kickstarter record was it i don't know it sold a whole fuck ton of of uh sales i think like i can't even find uh, it here hold on let me put yeah here it is on kickstarter yeah, I want to mention again, nothing makes for more enticing sure. podcasting than three three old men Googling. Yeah, <laughs> just short of 40,000 backers. It made... That's it. Um, I think that's it. I think that was 5, the biggest... 5,000 pounds? Or 5 million pounds, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say 5,000 pounds is not that much. Whoa, it's just, like, when I looked at it, the game itself looks amazing. The The mechanics of it, the... Like, there's Gloomhaven, and this is, like, Gloomhaven++. plus plus. I, I don't know. It just looks amazing, and I want to own this fucking thing. Is this one of those uh, things that you can play by yourself? I've noticed, by the way, a lot more of I those games so. popping up that are from one to yeah, four players. Four players. And it's funny because uh, I have a friend of mine. He plays a lot of stuff by himself and i was like i'm like why do you do that like the whole multiplayer aspect of it is what makes playing games fun and he's like well you know what if if i have no one to play with at that particular moment and like then at least i'm playing the game and it's funny that reminds me of one of your other friends a much neglected one in north carolina yeah yeah well I mean, myself, too. Like, I was just playing Anthem, and you guys are, are like, saying, hey, I'm playing with, you know, if I'm not playing with you guys, I don't want to play with some random, you know, 
12-year-old fucktard somewhere. And so I'm going to go into private mode and play myself. And I'm like, it's the same way with a board game. If I'm not playing it with someone that I really want to play with, I'll play it with myself. I recently picked up the, um, what is it, the Lord of the Rings card game. And that's like one to two or one to four players, depending on how many uh, versions of the, how many copies of the game you picked up. And it, you know, when you play it by yourself, it's just, it's a good strategy game by yourself. It's, it's not bad. Um, I've legitimately never played a board game that you can play by yourself, but I'm kind of curious. Well, I don't know. I'm curious to try, but there's also some weird, like almost like a stigma with it. Like I can't picture myself laying out a board game and playing it by myself. I don't know whether because it's some weird, like sadness factor. You know what? It's it's me because I used to be the same thing with going to movies. You have to go to movies with someone. That's so sad. I mean, and for for our listener, like Skippy and I, you know, our our first date was was to uh, Avengers. The 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 you know we saw the first Avengers movie together. Although he did bring someone else along in case I was a horrible murderer, and you know, I turned out I wasn't. So it was So fuck you. So at least I did my homework and started drinking before the uh, the whole uh, thing. But um, anyway, yeah, no, it's uh, like my wife was like, why not just go to the movie and enjoy it for your – just enjoy the movie for yourself. And I was like, you know what? Oh, this isn't well, bad. So, and wow, so your like, wife after, wanted to get you out of the house. I got it. Yeah, She was like, hey – Hey Jerry, why don't you why don't you go away for a few hours and I'll stay here? That sounds like a plan, right? And you're like, yeah, that sounds like an adventure. Let me try that. Man, I've never had a problem going to a movie by myself. I can't do no. it. I, it's just like those people that you see in a restaurant alone. I just feel so sad for them. You're in a movie. It's dark. Who gives a fuck? It's it's not. It's actually not bad. And I can't just, tell you why it's weird. It just is for me. Uh, I used to think that like the whole point of going to the movie is to be like, whoa, wasn't that an awesome scene and this and that. And this. no, you just enjoy the movie for what it is. And the same thing with, with the games, you just, you can enjoy them for themselves and enjoy the, the single player aspect of it. And exactly. then the player aspect of it is a completely different experience that you enjoy. So and and they're very very different things. So like it's funny because I was talking to uh, a gaming friend of mine who I, I recently met around here, and he was like, "Oh, you have Mission to Mars? Uh, 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 sorry, uh, Terraforming Mars." And I was like, "Yeah, it's an amazing game. I love playing it." And he, he basically went out and bought that and played it by himself. And I have never you can I've, play Terraforming Mars by yourself. Yeah, yes. you can. I didn't know. You, okay. you have like 14 generations to get to a certain terraform rating or whatnot. Oh, okay. So there's basically a, a ceiling you know, that you have to hit yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I had never played it, and I was like, I, I could can't imagine that being enjoyable because the whole point of it is like you're playing it against someone else, and like, what are they doing, and and are they going to fuck you, and how are they doing it, and he. He like sat there and he got even got he started playing the game and then he went out and bought all the expansions and he was 
playing this whole thing, trying to playing it solo before he came here and played it with me. And he was like, wow, it's like a completely different experience. And, you know, it's like uh, that kind of taught me that it's okay to play with yourself. You know? <laughs> so, th- so this so sounds- much setup for that. Yeah, I think that was the that minutes. was yeah that was the longest setup for a masturbation joke ever. <laughs> so, it's a different experience, is what I'm saying. I, I was gonna say that yes, this whole playing board game by yourself pretty much sounds like taking Ambien and jerking off. Like you basically it's- try to try, try to film- <laughs> because you win every time, and yeah, that's. One of the best, one of the best jokes from forty-year-old version ever, by the way. Wait, so okay, okay so I understand. We, I, I totally get what you're saying, and okay, I promise that at some point I will, I will try it out because I do really like board games, and the experience really is very different from something like video games, which of course you play by yourself all the time. But I, yeah, okay, fine, I'll try it. But, 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 do you know anything about Tainted Grail as far as playing it, or does it just look just like an epic game from what you've seen? It just looks like an amazing game from what I've seen. And from amazing. the sheer, like backing of it, it just looks awesome. And you can't and this um, is one of the ones you can play by yourself. Yeah, it's a one to three like Gloomhaven you could effectively play by yourself because it's it's you versus the AI. Even if you're playing with two, three, four players, you're still playing versus the AI. They have a set AI which behaves in a specific way. So it's, it's um, certainly not AI. It's just a, a logical well, right. Well, monster well, steps. A artificial uh, AI in the sense of these are the rules that you play when that the monsters take or whatnot. Right. right. Um, okay. And then you also so, mentioned you also mentioned Vast on here. What's the deal with Vast? So Vast is, and it's I, I've never played it. Neither have I played Root, but. They look do you want to like, do you want to mention any games you have played? Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, no! These are interesting games where, like, so Vast and Root are, are you, okay. But are you planning to actually get them? Because if you're so interested in them, you should just spend the money and buy them. Want to? Well, right now I don't have a job, so I dude, can't just, just send no. your kid to community college and buy and have some fun with your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or just or just do my or just do my approach and just keep not having kids. So yeah, exactly. You've dude, seriously, you've got it right. Stop trying or whatnot. Uh, do what uh, Kevin and I did and just get the vasectomy and and you know go for it. But well, um, I, I don't know if Kevin wanted all of the world to know that he got a vasectomy. But okay, thank you, Jerry. As long as I'm Kevin <laughs> and not somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of editing is you could always edit that out. Yeah. But um, no, serious. Um, Best thing ever. I only recommend. edit out. Wait, I only edit out embarrassing things that I say about myself. It's not embarrassing. So vast. Tell me about vast. So it's it's like vast and root. I think they're they're done by the same company, whatever. The same person who. The I don't know anything about root either. But by they're, the way. they're they're basically. So it, in terraforming Mars, like we're playing corporations that are similar. I have a bonus of of like I if it's I I don't know uh, steel I get plus one you get plus one for 
Titanic. We're effectively the same thing, versions a little bit off. And Vast and Root, the mechanics of each, uh, each role that you can play are vastly different. Vast. So, oh, God. Another pun? Vast no, is, is honestly, rated 512, no, but Root is 82. Root came before. No, it but, didn't. Oh, okay. Maybe 2016 is is vast and 2018 is root. Okay, I'm sorry, I stand corrected. So maybe it is a pun, but they're like very different. Like in root and and everything that I've seen about root is that it's like one of the highest rated games anywhere. It's like in boardgamegeeks.com, it's one of the top ten. It's just very different. So Talking when you play at... <laughs> that, I said it's rated number eighty-two, and then you're like, it's rated one of the oh. top ten. Uh, I so I could be completely wrong. He in fact, fact, you maybe, are. Maybe he meant in his own top ten. Oh, yeah. there you go. With some other top ten that I was watching, but no, it's a century. He okay. threw the scale upside down like we did with the movies, so it's. It's in the top 20 oh, if you look it. at that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> so when you play as one character in the game, the experience when you play with another game uh, character is very different. So, like, you can't just say, I'm going to translate the, the gameplay from this person to to this person. It's, it's very different. But what it sounds like, because Root is newer, what it sounds like is that fuck Vast, we should go out and buy Root instead. Then go out and buy Root. I, I, I don't know. Like, honestly, I haven't played either games. I'd like to. I just need to get the time and the people to play with it. Yep. You need So you need more friends. Don't we uh, I, I have, like, two or three here that I can do that with. But Which is amazing. Or wait, an amazing idea. If you, you two guys want to get together at one central location... Which we might have access to. That would be an amazing idea. Okay. Well, while I look up uh, airline do, tickets to where you I are, do. right? I'm gonna go look up airline tickets. We're gonna, we're gonna. We have a good third-party area where everyone can have easy access to, which we've mentioned many times before. That's actually something I wanted to bring up after this, but right now we're going to take like a, just a really quick break. And then, because we have one or two more things that I want to talk about, but I want to leave an entire uninterrupted section to it. So let's just take a quick break. Once again, get some refills, free up some space inside our bodies, and then we can come back and wrap up part B of episode four. Yeah. Does that sound like a plan to everybody? Yep. Sounds all, like a plan. All right. All right. Let's do it. Okay, so welcome back, everybody, for part. Uh, wait, episode four, part B. This is part, way too. This is way too much podcast. This in the is one day. part B of part B because we're back from the first half of part B. No, four. Oh, he's yes, right. We're, yes, this, we're, we are the part B of four B. He's so correct. This is part not B. B. This is this is episode four, part B, section two. I can't keep track. This is this is very hard. Subsection <laughs> dos. 
<laughs> Who thought this was a good idea? Uh, I think it was Kevin. Much, much more drinking. Kevin. Yes, way too much drinking. So, okay, I, I'm going to get right into this. We are right now, so it is about 5.30 on a Sunday, and we are, while we're doing this, we are missing even more in-game uh, events happening in Anthem. And Anthem is what I wanted to discuss at the very end of this whole thing, because it has been the best part of 2019 so far for me. <laughs> on the day of the Super Bowl, we are anxious to get back fuck, to Anthem. Fuck the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit. Anthem is everything I wanted and more. And in my typical fashion, I'm going to fire off a whole bunch of issues I have with the game so far. But wow, Anthem is phenomenal. They're, this is going to be this is going to be a huge hit for Bioware. I'm very happy for them. This is this is absolutely great. They promised the world and they have over delivered. No, that's right. No one disagrees with me. That's right. Thank you, everybody, and we're going to end the episode right here. And yep. everybody have a great Super Bowl weekend. I heard alcohol being poured. So oh, you guys you didn't remind me about the other commercial. What other commercial? So someone, so I don't know if this was Super Bowl, but there's some infamous oh. Gillette commercial that is incredibly um, sexist and ridiculous, and it and it. So apparently, it had like over 500 million downvotes, and Google at it, some point it like it it like reset to zero, and now it's back up to one point something million downvotes wait are you talking about the ad that they ran they did an ad a couple of months ago where they tried to address sexual harassment and a number of other misogynistic things that have to do with the workplace and society and it, it was a whole thing where like it's not the best the men can get it's men something like the best men no men should be, uh, i didn't see it so men should be know. better it, okay it was trying to say that men need to do better we have to do better in respect to our kids. We have to do better in respect to women. We have to be better people, and it's up to us. And it got a, an insane amount of both positive and negative feedback. But the thing is, the people that usually get pissed off are the ones that tend to be the most vocal. So the people that liked it are like, hey, this is cool. The people that were sort of like unaffected by it were like, all right, this is dumb, and they moved on with their lives. But then you have those really angry misogynists who are just like how dare they this is an attack on men and they took it so personally and they were just put like like i am never shaving my face with gillette again i'm gonna go get my box cutter and shave with that for the rest of my life yeah that'll show them <laughs> and it's just uh, it's it's the usual that's, shit so like whenever people so say like because you're from what i heard it was it was it, it's it's funny you're like saying that the the men are like, fuck this shit. I'm not ever using no, a no, 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 no. Not the men. Trolls and insecure pricks that I. Okay, a normal male did not respond to this in the way that uh, that you saw a lot of comments that were full of vitriol and hate and trying to play like the victim card. Like this is an attack on me, and like no, no, it's not. So it's so an ad that came out. Yes. You're saying that I could still shave my balls with a Gillette razor, right? Yeah, if you could say that for episode five, part C, the one uh, that's going to have a video component to it, that'd be great. Okay. Jerry escaping. Good job. <laughs> 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 
We have something special for everybody today. That's right. <laughs> Go to YouTube and uh, anyway. So it's as usual. It's one of those things where a company, a company. Well, the thing is, I can't even say that this is a company trying to necessarily try to be a better. Uh, a better entity in the world. They're they're trying to capitalize on what's going on in the world right now, and they're doing it by sending out a positive message. The fact that they're trying to put a positive message out there is good. I'm not going to pretend like they have an actual interest in improving things. They just obviously want to, as I said, capitalize on capitalize it. Capitalize on it. Right. So anytime you put out a message and say, hey, why don't we be, we just be better to one another? You're ultimately going to have people that are going to come out, you know, out of their sheds in the woods and they're going to be like, don't tell me what to do. This is America. Yeah, typical Republican. Oh, wait, are these the guys wearing MAGA hats? Yes. For the most part, it's people who are just like, and then they came out and then there was another company, a watch company. uh, I don't remember the name of the watch company. And they made this ad to counter what uh, Gillette did. And they put out these things and saying how great men are. And they're like, well, men are more, you know, there's more men that do this. There's more men that like suffer from depression. There's more men that commit suicides. There's more oh, men God. that die, die, die in wars and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. And the rational people looked at the ad at the watch company and said, okay, yeah, that's fine. Men are great. Women are great. We're all great. Let's just be great to one another. Gillette wasn't saying that men are crap. They were just saying that we should take responsibility and – you know, make well, a better world, and you're just supporting that message. But people just they can't. They're like, don't tell me to be a better person. I should have the right to be an asshole, and they do have that right. But MMGA. It's funny because make men you, you bring again. up a yeah. good point about like statistics and statistic skewing, I guess. So and in that case, like, speech. so what's the <laughs> So what's the the percentage of men versus the percentage of women that are in p- any particular statistic? So if they're saying more men, no 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 if they're well, saying more, more men, men more men so, are men than women. I will give you that. Wait, the Mormons? No, there's more men, there is more men that are men than women that are men. Okay, so yes, let's say I agree. There, there. I think I've made my point. Okay, so like we're going to go with specific, um, just generic numbers. If a hundred men participate in something versus forty women, then yes, more men participate in this than women. But like, they're not. They're not going percentage of men versus percentage of women you know what i mean like yeah i understand like like if they're saying that more men die in battle there's more male soldiers of course right yes exactly but if if they're so they're saying like four times as many men die in battle versus women okay but what's the percentage of men versus percentage of women so you have to like take those like you could skew and like statistics wise or analytics wise, you could skew anything to however you want to say it based on how you're saying it. And I know that sounds weird, but like, so let's say like four. You have to take a weighted men, average or a weighted exactly, statistic. exactly. But even but even if you take the numbers and statistics aside, if you look at the Gillette commercial and the message behind it, just for what it is, all it's saying is don't be an asshole. 
just be a good person and be and like why would you get angry at that there's okay. no there's, no no that's that's something good but I'm, I'm i'm saying just in general with statistics and 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 statistical whatever statistical statistical yes it, it, it's like testing, testing you can manipulate statistics to whatever you want to say but you're not saying you're not giving the whole picture there. So yes, plus plus in the words of the great Homer Simpson, most statistics are made up. Eighty six percent of all people can tell you that. Exactly. There you go. Uh, basically, I was just I was amazed at how much anger a simple message of let's just be better to each other can generate. But you did you see it? Because I didn't see it yet. And yeah. it was shown to me. I like, saw oh, that you they- have to watch this. I saw it the day it came out because, again, a number of social feeds that I still sadly participate in were just filled with people going, basically from both sides. People are screaming, oh, my God, just all it says is people should treat each other better. There's, this is a positive message to people saying, don't don't tell me how to be and how to act it, uh, with my kids and, the, and my workplace and towards uh, people that I come across on a regular day. I can do whatever I want. Like, yeah, you can, but yeah, you you have the right to be an asshole. Great, you can exercise that right, but you're still an asshole. (laughs) And some of the thing was just like, there's sexual harassment and rape at work. Can you not do that? And people are like, well, I I don't know about all that. I mean, let me check the constitution and what it says about that. Like, why do you have to check what the laws are? Don't do those horrible things. It's as simple as that. Yeah, no, I, I, I can totally see, like, just be a good person. Yeah. Period. No, 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 no. That's my Second Amendment right. I can do X, Y, or Z. It's That's like, your First Amendment. The Second Amendment is a whole other thing that I'm definitely, I, I'm not touching the Second Amendment because that is just inviting a whole Oh, no, no, exactly. So, yes, that's all part of it. Yeah. Uh, And actually, Second Amendment uh, leads me back to what we're talking about originally. John Wick? The gunplay in Anthem is really good. I was very (laughs) surprised because people criticized it and they said, oh, it's not as good as Destiny or some other shooters. I thought the just the weapon and gunplay in Anthem is fantastic. What is everybody complaining about? Yeah, that's bullshit. I actually agree with you. It's solid. I don't. I don't get it. What's wrong? I don't. I don't know. They're saying it just doesn't feel as good. I don't understand what I what 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 that means when people say it doesn't feel as good. No, it totally. So, it feels fine. Yeah, it's, I, it's 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 accurate. You still have all the things like if you do headshots, you get higher points. If you hit certain enemies, have weaker points. If you hit those, you get higher points. I I I don't know. I, well, I think just that, aiming or whatever. Um, is Destiny third? person i actually don't remember and i played no that's no destiny's first person so that's what i've been i i didn't dig deep enough i just sort of played it but is, is there a way to go first person because i actually no. prefer that no that's the thing about anthem and i i'll i can get into that again as some of the problems that i have with the game anthem is first person when you're in the city which i think what is it called tarsus but as soon yeah. as you get into the once you're once you're in the javelin, it goes to third person. So it also becomes a matter of preference. Like me, I kind of like third person more. I, if the third person is available in a game, I tend to stick to that. Like with PUBG, I'm the same way. And one of the reasons for me is because I feel that when you play 
first person, you're so limited. Games are at a point where you're so limited to your field of perception in first person that that actually takes me more out of the game than third person. I'm so unaware of what's happening around me when I'm playing first person that it it seems incredibly artificial to me. Because when you're, okay, if you're running down a field of battle with a gun in your hand, you're more aware of sounds and other things that are happening around you at any given time. And games and technology is just not at a point where that's simulated properly in first person. It's it's not simulated properly in third person either, but I the scope of what you can see and absorb is bigger than in thir- in first person. Well, there's so, a very uh, easy reason for that. You're looking at a monitor that's maybe, you know, right. 15 to 30 degrees in front of you, unless you have three monitors and you're like up close and it gets close to like 160 degrees of your vision yeah, or absolutely. VR or whatever. But, but you know, so third person, I don't know that that, that helps you, but the answer to that, is field of view where it, it warps the screen and, and you actually see out to the sides yes. but the the graphics compress it right yes and, you're right so, so that as helps. you right and as you as if you add other elements as you said you as you stack monitors on either on either side or if you even go into you know vr um and as you know if you have really good headphones that adds more to your perception of the environment around you but right now i'm sitting in my living room and looking at my TV and playing with a room, you know, with a joystick. And sometimes I play with headphones and some not, but in general, I still don't per- like, there's plenty of times when I have no idea that an enemy is two feet away from me to my right. Whereas in the real world, you would be completely aware of that happening. So you're saying your Xbox is just limited, cutting it. It's limited. limited. It's, it's, <sighs> Well, first of it, all, yeah. headphones. Okay. No, no, I'll, 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 I'll get into this. I'll, I'll get into this with you any day of the week if you want to. But no, actually, okay. So there's an actually. All right. There's no, actually, no, no. If I was to name the Xbox biggest problem, three hundred dollars. That's why you want it. An you Xbox see? is not three hundred dollars. An Xbox is under two hundred dollars at this point. Okay. Uh, you, you further my argument. Anyway, you're setting. You're saying you get what you pay for. Yeah. Well, no, but still. I would say I get more than wait, what I, what you pay for. Hold on. I would say, Jerry, the <laughs> Xbox still allows you to have a headset, and you can still have a a sixty inch TV if you wanted, and you, you can, can set up, up an, you you can hook up an Xbox to a monitor if you want. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. Yeah. So sure. there's nothing wrong with that. So really, if you set it up right, there's no difference between the two, in my opinion. There. Well, it's. More has to do with, I guess, with how you can... Okay, so an Xbox is essentially just an underpowered PC. That's all it is. It's running on the same architecture, but it's running, let's say, a version, a completely different version of Windows that does nothing but runs uh, Xbox services. So yeah, It's a graphics card with a tiny you know, processor for the operating system. Right, exactly. So a PC has other, like, uh, one of the problems that I was going to bring up with the game was that if you look at some of the early demos that they had before uh, the beta, uh, not the beta, but before the demo where we could actually play, where they were showing stuff, where it was just the studio showing you footage, look at the footage that they showed versus the footage that you can play now. I don't know how it is on the PC, but on the Xbox, it is very different. It was a lot, I mean, that always happens. When they ever, whenever they show 
game footage before the game is released it's always a lot more it, it, it's on a whole nother level it's the environments are a lot better looking the lighting is better the particle effects are a whole lot better because they're right showing now, it from a, a pc rig right so like I was gonna, graphics cards and shit right so i was gonna say so right now if you're running this thing on a high-end pc oh my god i'm sure this game looks gorgeous it looks pretty amazing on the xbox but i played it for a few hours and then i went back and because i wanted to learn more about the lore and the history and i was watching some of the early demos that they released a few months ago and i was like holy shit this this looks like a completely different game this is insane which is again what i'm sure you guys are seeing it as you're playing yes um, i am playing an ultra for everything yeah, the world. Yeah, the world right now. So when you're playing, like right now, if you're playing on the Xbox, the world. And this was my initial criticism and fear. The world is kind of empty and sort of static and a little dead. Like there's no. The only other living things you run into are pretty much the things you're supposed to shoot. There's there's no like life in the world. There's like the, yeah. the trees aren't like blowing in the wind. There's no like birds flying in the sky or stuff like that. Whereas in the early demos, you can see that like you have these javelins when they touch down, where they like when you know as they're flying, when they land in the middle of a field, you'll see like they'll uh, land near a bunch of bushes and like things will fly out of the bushes because they're scared of you know the noise and the sound or whatever. Like you don't have any of that right now in the demo. You may yeah, have. Yeah, I think PC. that's because you're on an Xbox and not a PC. Well, do you are you guys seeing that on the PC? Is the world a lot more alive? Well, I don't I, know. I, honestly, I see like bats to and me? like other rodent type, like you know, um, miscellaneous animals. Yeah, there's around. You can't. Yeah, even there's not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you see a little bit of that on the Xbox. I mean, very little. I mean, most of the when I do free play, when I've been flying around, most of it has been just nothing like just just absolutely nothing the environments are beautiful but they're like really nice paintings i can't do anything with them at all same my same thing with the city by the way the city looks really nice but you can't interact with any of it and oh, that by the you, way did you walk around there's like uh notes or posters and shit all over the place that you could it says like add to codex and that's out of the demo there is a few things you can interact with in a city. I, I'm assuming it's, I don't know if it's different than the Xbox or not, but some of the things that I try to interact with in the city says this is going to be available in the full game, but it's not available in demo. Yeah, yeah. But overall, the city feels, again, very sort of static and empty. I, I'm not even sure why you need the city. I, I, I really don't, don't understand it all. Like, I feel like all of that can be just filled with cutscenes, and you just sort of, like, picking a couple of characters to talk to. The whole act of walking around the town is pointless. I, I hate that part. It is so just a complete waste of fucking time. seems very story-specific. So when you're walking around the city, it's very, like, I'm just furthering the story. And it's funny, because my daughter was watching me, and she was like... Oh, okay. Like, this is just story, you know, and when you're actually out in the field, you're, you're fighting stuff that's more dynamic. And um, so it, it's funny because that seems like where that's the most dynamic there's stuff going on. Like there's your little squirrels biting whatever or whatnot. The, um, the, let me let me sort of add to uh, Jerry right away. 
if you think about Mass Effect, like let's say Mass Effect 2, one of the most awesome things about it was that you have like a, a free world base to go run around and interact with NPCs. And there's like side missions and shit all over the place and even like um you know a good core 20 to 40 hour hours worth of interacting with all these people and doing missions and stuff maybe shops or whatever and and who knows maybe in anthem there'll be npcs furthering the plot i can hope that they're they're going for this and it's a good idea if they do that but like in destiny you kind of like sit in your ship and and like i liked how they had where you had to progress the story through all the different planets and and that was how they delivered the plot but I like the Mass Effect model of delivering plot where it's open world, but you still have, you know, an array of missions. But, like, that's still the hub. And then you go – you still fly out and go visit other systems or whatever, whatever, whatever. So I think, like, Anthem has some potential. I'm a little curious to see what they do with it. Like, if the, if the town – I think the town has value if they tell story and plot and they develop character – like, NPC character in there. I see what you're saying. I think that when – as it grows, I think you're right. I think the town is going to become – more important and the reason i say that is because there's talk that okay so when you look at all the uh the enemies that you have in a game one of the one of your main opponents is going to be the dominion and they're supposed to be located like somewhere north way way of where you are and that's where they come from apparently they're going to be adding more environments and more maps as the time goes on so the whole map of this world is going to grow as the dlcs come in and uh and 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 as time passes there's going to be new areas and all new environments and etc etc so i think in that case you're right i think it is going to be more like excuse me it's going to be more like mass effect than anything like that where this where the city is going to become a more important core environment because the world is going to expand way beyond what it is right now. I, I think right now it just it doesn't seem as important because you have you waste all this time in this little town and then you go into basically just a jungle and a couple of caves and you're like, well, it seems so like such a major part of the game compared to what is relatively a small map, but that's going to expand way beyond what it is right now. Wait, Skibby, can I say it right now? You're like just in red. <laughs> you look so evil. Right now, it's, the sun is setting. You that's look why. like no, dude. That's hilarious. It's just your fucking face, and you look like so. <laughs> dude, you were just like red, and you looked like fucking All right, Star Jerry, Wars kind remember, of like I'm going to destroy an entire world, kind of red evil. I will that's... fuck the anthem into you. Hold on, let me turn the lights on. Hold on, hold on. Jerry, the the listeners don't understand anything. And by the way, you're appealing to the audible, the the audio listeners, and not the readable listeners. Oh God, fuck you. Uh, (laughs) So you would not like the banter that you just added to the the podcast. So what? So what he's saying is we should release a transcript of this podcast so that people yeah. can read it. Jesus Christ! So that people can read, I, people can read this stuff line by line and get dumber as they go. Uh, yes. What are you doing next week? Oh my god. Okay. So, uh, 
I forget what did you guys finish the entire demo? Oh, did you guys yeah. did, did you guys defeat the um what is that thing? What's a huge spider called? Stronghold. Yeah, but it's called what is it? The um what's the name of the gigantic spider? The I don't remember what is no 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 it's it's some uh, swarm tyrant yeah it's something yeah. tyrant yeah yeah yes. holy shit. What that took me like that took me five or six times, and my squad kept getting wiped out. Can I tell you? you I killed or... that thing using my ultimate. It was like the last second someone just revive. Uh, you know, I don't know. I was dead. Someone fixed me, and then I was like, "Fuck it, X." And I hit my ultimate, and I killed the fucking thing. And I was wait, like, the yes. ultimate ultimate what is a ranger? I think I did a my bonus too. Yeah. On mine. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever the original. Well, I kind of, I actually kind of like. I think your secondary weapons and your ultimate recharge is relatively fast in this game, so that's actually good. I tried playing as the ranger, and that's where we finally won. I, I can't play as the what is it? The fucking lightning. I hate that character. I know that it's again, it's a matter of preference or whatever. I can't play as that fucking thing. It's game style. It's play style in every game. I know. So you're I... either going to be the tank or like the the well-rounded, which is the one you start with. And then either the light, like I ended up playing with the light melee guy. And then, yeah, you're right. The, the quote-unquote mage equivalent, the one that flies around shooting lightning. I think that with anything except for the ranger and the tank, you need to play with actual like friends that you can communicate with. Because if you're trying to play as the mage or the in, what's the quickest one? The interceptor? Is that I want to say I infiltrator, infiltrator, interceptor, one Something of those. Something like that. Basically, the one that has the lightest armor, but really quick. If you play as either one of those and you're trying to play with a bunch of people that you can't talk to, you're fucked. You're just completely fucked. It's uh, you're right, and I had to kind of. So I wasn't. I didn't do in-game voice because I don't bother with that shit. So I would just yeah. always make sure I'm trying around somebody but yeah i died frequently but that was i turned the difficulty to hard because i was like let me see how hard this really is oh fuck that and if it was actually bad choice i should have stuck with the ranger just a little bit you know it's a lot it's a lot easier in easy mode (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't expect that no i play on normal mode i'm not trying hard mode i'm i'm not trying to uh, prove anything or outdo anybody i just i just want to progress through the game and yes, it took me many times. One of the of uh, and you know with something like a game like this with with missions of this sort of caliber, we got so close to destroying that fucking spider, and then like just as we we're about to to fucking kill this thing, we lost. And what oh, it's no. and then you had to restart the entire thing from scratch. Oh no! You know what? I'm beginning to think you don't really sympathize with my situation at all. No, that so, really sucks. No, it sucks because we spent you. These missions are not like five or ten minutes long. You're devoting about thirty or forty-five minutes to each one of these quests, and when you lose, you're like, "Shit, I have to now spend other thirty to forty-five minutes doing this from the beginning." Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what else. So besides the city, besides some of the dead parts of of the map. I'm not really sure if I have any really major qualms with this game. Overall, I have to say it's really, Oh, well, okay. As far as the balance, like, what do you guys think about that? I, I think that more than in Destiny, the, your, the enemies that you face, even just the regular grunts... They're harder. 
are so much harder. I don't know what the name of the enemy is, but there's one where I, again, I'm not one to remember the names of anything. But I think when you're fighting scars, there's one that is mostly grounded, but then every every few seconds he will sort of like rise up into the air and just yeah. start rapid firing you. Yeah. Holy you, have to, shit. you have to be careful. Holy fuck. That thing can kill you in one round. You hey. are this is one of those games where you are not where you're not equally matched with any of the enemies you you face. Basically everything everything and everyone you face it, I mean except you know for the like the really low level enemies, but if you face anything like from from the middle <laughs> up, they're way more powerful than you and Jared, you're thick as shit. At me. Okay. Can, can we pause for a second? Yes, we can go. pause. Like, yeah, dude, you can just say, can we pause? I have to pee. Jesus Christ. Just mute your mic and go. On the floor. Oh, my God. I think he knocked over some furniture running out He didn't it. even mute his mic. Oh, my God. Didn't he, didn't he pee 32 minutes and 13 seconds ago? Like three times. That guy. Jesus, how do you put up with him? Um, Same way you do. But yeah, I, I have to say, I can't wait to get I want to do that free play thing. I want to see that stuff that's happening in-game. They had at least two different things that happened in-game. I'm so pissed off that we're missing it. We're not missing it. We're, I mean, we're wrapping up anyway, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's still going to be going or not. Do, do you see what Fortnite did? Every every couple of months they do like an any. Do you know the, um, do you know the uh, DJ Marshmallow? I don't know of him, but I heard all about the concert and whatever. Yeah, they did an in-game. So for for the last couple of weeks, people were like, hey, it looks like somebody's erecting like a stage or something in the middle of the map. And nobody knew what it was. And then like a few days ago, they're like, oh, yeah, Marshmallow is going to be performing live in in the game. That's pretty cool. I got to say, their marketing department they, is for killing it. The thing they did really well, I've come to appreciate, is what you're talking about they use one fucking map and they interject live dynamic content yeah whereas PUBG is like here's a new map serious you know like now it's desert and and what a winter and whatever the different maps are so Fortnite is all interactive and the and the the developers maintain constant you know, dynamic content. That's pretty cool. It's a yeah, good there's, angle. There's there's almost an augmented reality feel to it. Because remember when they did that whole thing where like things vanished inside the Fortnite map, but then they put them like just in random parts of the world, and yeah. people just discovered them. That was so awesome. What that was, was so smart. We're yeah, just talking it really about something smart. It is. We're talking it's about um, the things that uh, that Fortnite did. Oh, I haven't uh, been really up to speed with them. Okay, so I realized. One of the other things that I forgot to mention as far as my issues with the map. And I think I had the same problem with Destiny in any game of this this type. And so it might be just a me thing. Okay, so when you're watching the developer demos, right, they seem very structured. They're like, here is like the three classes of soldiers that we have. And we have this one guy on the ground and we have this one guy doing support. And then this other guy is a tank. And here is how they coordinate their attack on this on this objective. But when you're playing the actual game, there's a lot more chaos and complete lack of organization. And maybe it's just me, but in Anthem, it seems completely just every scenario is just pure fucking chaos. Everybody's just sort of running the map and doing their own thing and nobody knows what's happening where. I'm never, like, again, I'm never just aware of my environment and I'm never aware of where everything 
is and what's happening currently. Like sometimes I'll be, I'll be, you know, I'll be focusing on an enemy while somehow five more get behind me and shoot me in the ass and I'm dead. <laughs> or, or like I'm trying to complete an objective and my teammates are about to complete it anyway and I'm just wasting my fucking time. Like coordinating sure. things in Anthem just seem impossible to me right now. That's so. As far as I've played personally, it's been um, private. So I've played solo until like I played one, whatever you want to call it with Kevin. And that was pretty cool. But the first mission I, I played solo, the second mission I played with Kevin. And the then I played the stronghold, whatever it was with whoever they set me up with and that was a little bit like okay i'm just following these people so now i like me personally when i played these games i want to play it with people that i know and i can speak to um rather than some random 12 year old kid why why is it in your scenario they're always 12 years old you know it's funny so play I play the hard difficulty, they are. and then your <laughs> and then your only way to survive is to watch them because basically, in like so you play normal or easy, and you get a whole bunch of noobs are running around in four four cardinal directions. But then you play the hard; it sort of weeds out the people that can't survive, and you get people who know what they're doing. And I, I the first time uh... I did it, I became. And there was that one mission where you had to fucking swim in the absolute dark water cavern. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, but I was like, what that's another thing. Like I swimming was. to. I, I actually just, like, swam to the other, the whatever like my other teammates were. I just swam to them. Yeah, that was. I don't know where thing. the fuck there I was. Yes. There was a couple of underwater levels or cavern levels. Well, yes, I just navigated towards other players because I have my gamma actually set a little higher than it should be, and I still can't see where the fuck I'm going. <laughs> I went to go in to find the gamma because I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna drown in this this cavern. And it it turns out somebody actually came back for me, and then I follow him out, and it was right around the corner. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! I can't even flashlight. I had to lower the mouse sensitivity because you're kind of like flying underwater. Right. And that was to, challenging. I have to say, I had, in the water. I had no clue what we were doing with the... I was with this one team, and we were with the stronghold thing, and we were killing the big spider kind of creature thingy thing. I was dead. Someone revived me. And then I was like, oh, look, I have my ultimate. <laughs> my ultimate and i killed the fucking thing so like it was kind of like a my bonus kind of thing yeah. <laughs> like, i had no clue what i was doing but i totally my bonus did so yeah i don't <laughs> i don't know if that's good or bad so but, yeah i mean, I mean if you want to wrap it if, up if you won that's good <laughs> so i killed like it one i was the one podcast. that killed it sorry kevin what was that i said i think we had talked enough about our anthem my bonuses i can my talk about and i can talk about anthem for another hour i i will okay i will just say this despite all the issues that i mentioned i am absolutely buying this game as soon as it comes out and it's fantastic they did such a great fucking job and i know kevin you had an issue with the flight mechanics i actually love them I love, okay, so just, you know, the reason they did it, if you look at the history and the lore of the game, the whole point that they're trying to do is that 
these things are supposed to be as clunky and like hand manufactured as possible. There's no computers or microchips or anything in this world. Everything is like either uh, sort of spiritual slash magical or completely mechanical and like handmade. Wait, that's where did you get that lore? Because that's yeah, my, that's my first you, criticism about the game is like where the where's okay. the intro or where's the the trailer really doesn't do it justice. Okay, I, I will just want that. like background and lore. So a lot of the background and lore right now you can just find from people on YouTube who have uh, had close contact with developers. You're playing. Don't forget, you're playing this game at level ten. This is where you start. When you buy the actual game, you're starting at level zero or one. So all the stuff that you know and are experiencing right now, you're going to have to build your way up to. So the story and the background is all going to have to be discovered. For By the way, if you don't know, the basic premise of this is that you're on some planet, not Earth, and there are these – they are supposed to be human beings, but they didn't come from Earth or whatever. There's, it's like a species that has been alive on this planet from the very beginning. But – they're living in a world that back in the day was supposed to be built by these quote-unquote gods who are called the Shapers. And you have all this technology that's sort of strewn throughout the world that you're interacting with and you're trying to find and figure out that they use to shape the world into what it is inside the game. And that's really all you know right now. Besides the fact that you have you have the Dominion, which is supposed to be a different colony which is located way north of where you are and they're trying to take over the you know i guess most of the world and you represent the faction that's actually trying to find the shaper technology and shut most of it down and then you have the scars which are an alien invading force which has nothing to do with either you know one of these settlements they're just they're just a completely different race of aliens that are coming from god knows where to conquer this planet and then you have the titans which are those the big creatures, so like that yep. that spider tyrant thing and those titans that you saw in one of the missions that can like shoot beams out of their bodies and whatever, they're gigantic. Well, they're, yeah, the yeah. titans are crazy. Right, so yeah. titans are actually supposed, so there are some things where like the titans are supposedly possibly tied into the, sh- the original gods and then these aliens, which are called scars, that also could possibly have some connection to the shapers that made this world. The point is we don't know a lot of the story yet. And then the the anthem is supposed to be the anthem of creation. That was supposed to be like the energy that was used to make and shape this world. So there's still a lot of story and lore that hasn't been that hasn't been revealed. And you're gonna find out some of it when the game comes out. But right now all you're getting is a small snippet of the game, kind of like as if you were already to a much higher level of it. Yeah, yeah that's... because I haven't gotten any of that that, like Kevin has said, <clears throat> I've been in that and I've been like, what the fuck am I I'm shooting at? I'm just like killing stuff here. Yeah, I keep getting I keep saying like, oh that. no, the Dominion is attacking. Oh no, the Scars are attacking. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. I'm just shooting at whatever's red. Yeah, that's that's kind of what <laughs> I've been doing. I've just been like the whole like first person. Yeah, I, I want to know the background I'm just like about them. killing this stuff. Like, the de- who the de- am oh. I and why am I here? Like, okay, yeah. the de- why does okay. This count? Why does you you are point? you are supposed to be the free the freelancer. You are supposed to be a faction that has been working with the humans to shut down these 
machines that the shapers left behind. That's all we kind of know so far. And keep in mind, this is just from like the stuff you find on the internet or the stuff you read in the Twitter account or the stuff that you kind of find on YouTube. None of this has been explained. And no. because because right, right, because right now they just want you they just want you to get out there and shoot things. That's it. They're just testing the servers and yeah. they're trying to see the how the game mechanics work. They don't give a shit what you think of the story so don't far. Don't get me wrong. The engine is awesome. And like all the gameplay, yes. even my bitching about the flight mechanics. Um, Which I love. It, I love yeah. the flight mechanics. I think they're Dude, dude, perfect. like the flight mechanics to me are like greatest American hero. That's what I feel when I'm flying <laughs> through this place. I feel like I am the greatest American hero. Like yeah. I'm just flying around and I don't know what the fuck yeah. I'm doing. And I crash, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm I have dedicate the 10 American seconds hero. to it is absolutely not how a, a robot would fly, but oh. I enjoy it. It's fun. No are you problem. the guy? Are you the guy yelling at the screen during Iron Man three? No. Well, I mean that. How no, is that? Dude, how I, is that different from what happens in any of those it's movies? It's a jet simulator. It even shows you. It look at but the you, reticle in front of you when you're flying. It even shows you a, a center circle and yeah. then where you're aiming circle so that but, it's like... But you um, basically are a jet, so what's the problem? No, Skippy. you're not a jet. What Skippy, you're not a jet. Do you, do you want me to sing the, 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 the theme to Greatest American to Hero? Cause no, I, I really want to watch that show. I haven't seen... I, to me. Which show? I can't believe it myself. Oh. Suddenly oh, I'm a ton. I'm are a you, are top you of the lyrics? World. That's not fair. Can you imagine if this should have been somebody else? Can you imagine Believe if this was an audio book? I'm walking <laughs> on air. I would not I like this audio. Should have thought I believed it was me. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Flying away we have on to end a the, wing on, the, on, on a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. Or at least that's how I remember. Like the greatest American hero was like the fucking greatest. That was a good. That was a good show when I was a kid. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Wait, right? I, I just want to say that was amazing. No, no, no. That's how I feel. I'm like flying around and then I hit a wall and like slam into the ground. <laughs> I do like, have to say, I yes, have to say, I, I love, it. I love the fact that there's absolutely no consequence that even flying at 150 miles per hour and you slam into a wall, there's just nothing. Is the guy good. just stops? Oh, the guy uh, just lands uh, like nothing geez. happened. Like, oops. Actually, the the best way to gain control out of like wait this isn't where i want to fly wait what's happening oh just like cancel flight and then you just fall yeah same as you hit a wall and you're like oh wait okay i see where i need to go and then the you only fly again. the only thing annoying about the flight mechanics is that you can't fly straight up so like if you're like on a ledge next to like a mountain or whatever you can't go straight up it it takes a little bit you, of work to fly yeah up. you have you to can, do it but if they don't have anything straight up then there's right. the, it just gets that like fuzzy thing and i think that's just like 90% of the time there's nothing straight up and right. here's why the jets are on your back so you're going to have to go forward first oh god fuck oh, kevin fuck it's not sake. about Nobody actual cares. jesus yes, there's there's giant rock monsters that throw laser beams at you. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> no. That's okay. 
<laughs> it's a rock monster with laser beams. Kevin's but like, you're a mech with jets well, on his back. Physics, not well, on your hands or his feet. Oh, my God. All right. That's enough, Jerry. See, what happens is it's when you land in water, it's cold. So the metal will constrict around you, and it would be cold inside that suit, and you would oh, not I be able to get a hard-on. When the person gets into the mech, I'm like, oh, my God, this is like fucking a water suit that you can't get out of. Yeah, by the way, I love how everybody thinks they're being incredibly creative by making their mechs purple. Every, 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 like, Fuck every map you. I play with. You know what? Purple. Just because I made <laughs> purple, Jerry made a purple I like <laughs> There's nothing wrong with making my every, purple. Just because I like hilarious. that color. Yeah, but every person, like, I'm not going to make mine look like Iron Man. I'm going to be super awesome and creative. Look at this purple. I'm going like, to be oh, Jesus. purple Teletubby. I like the color. <laughs> All right. Well, as of now, there's less than three hours left of the demo. So as much as I, as much as I love you guys, I'm I'm definitely gonna go back to playing Anthem because the thing that sucks is that after today, we have almost another month before it actually comes out. Unless you were like a total tool and pre-ordered it. No, I'm not going to Kevin this fucking thing. Are you kidding me? Well, no, even I'm not going to Kevin this thing. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so you know what? I was going to end this, but I'm going to stop this for for one second. You fucking pre-ordered Fallout 76, but you won't pre-order this. You got to play this and got to see that it's awesome, and you won't pre-order this. But Fallout 76, you knew nothing about, and yet you plunked down the cash for it before you even got to try it? I'm okay, gonna, yeah, so Kevin's yeah, not answering. So look, good. look, I am. I will answer in his stead. I personally, wait, everything like, you said I'm is correct. I'm only going to play Move it. No, 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 wait, 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 Jerry, stop. Hold on. He's admitting he's wrong. Go ahead. Okay. No, Go I on. just said what you said was correct. I okay, great, great. And now Jerry, I'm not go. pre-ordering. Those are facts. So you should never pre-order. But okay, that's fine. I, I, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give this one to you. I'm glad you're not pre-ordering. No one should pre-order any game but, ever. You know what? You don't get anything for pre-ordering. Oh wait, you don't get anything for Fallout 76 either. No, you got to play it a little bit earlier, and with this game, you got to play it for uh, a couple of days. But again, I will always say that the ability to beta test a game, to I'm sorry, to pay a company to beta test a game early is ridiculous. If anything, you should. If anything. They should be at least giving you some kind of bonus and say, "Hey, we're going to be giving, we're going to be putting out a free demo of our game a few days early. If you play it, you get like, you know, like a free skin or like some gun or whatever for for free when the game comes out. That would be great. A lot more people are going to try that. But to say like, hey, you know what? Give us an extra forty dollars and you're going to get to play this game for twenty four hours before anyone else does." First of all, Mr. Exaggeration Station, there's no extra forty dollars. Whoa, 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 whoa! Careful. I bought the game at somebody that has a seventeen-inch penis. Go on. Oh my God! (laughs) You looked at my penis? (laughs) No, I just paid. I just paid full value for the game, and the only thing I regret is like within I don't know less than a month I could have gotten I don't know ten fifteen to. Uh, percent discount. Hey Kevin, but, I, I want to point out today you can go out and buy Fallout 76 for 20 bucks. No. Yes, you can. I will send you the fucking. No, I've it. seen the li- I've seen links. No, it's the best it had was half off, so thirty dollars, not twenty. I will send you a link where you can no, buy twenty 
20 20 dollars or 700,000 rubles no you're wrong (laughs) there's special sales that have happened yes not a consistent 20 dollar well i consider well i i would have to so it'd be pretty special to pay full price for this game and anthem is any better Anthem is so come on, dude. Come on, dude. Anthem is so much better than Fallout 76. I know they're not even remotely the same game. I am probably. I don't know because it sucks that I can't tell how many hours I'm in, but it's way over a hundred already. And if I play Anthem that much, I'll be amazed. Okay, but here's the thing. Hold on a second. I'm hundreds of hours into mowing my lawn, but I'm not gonna say it's better than playing Anthem. That has nothing – that is not comparable. You no, because – Compare <laughs> chores, which nobody likes. I mean, no, no, no. I'm a 12th level hobby. <laughs> Duh. That has nothing what, to do with each other. I disagree because I opted to buy – I know. I opted to pre-order my home, so I had to pay a whole bunch of money t- in order to, you know, to actually own my house. No, so. And I knew that I on the hobbies to make them easier. You spend money on the the not uh, no no the money on the chores to make them easier, and money on the hobbies because you want them now or whatever the your 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 in impulse buying is. I have to say that watching playthroughs of Fallout seventy six makes it seem like it's less fun than trimming my hedges. <laughs> they all. That is definitely a personal opinion. I've had lots of fun trimming my hedges. I would say I would rather spend That's three hours. That's scaping. No, no, no. I was gonna say I would. I would rather spend a couple of hours trimming my taint than spend twenty minutes playing Fallout seventy six. Yeah, but you're gonna do both. <laughs> okay, I am. Not, wow, I am not following you on Twitch. <laughs> All right, guys, we are actually. Uh, all right, so part B is going to be basically way, way over the timer. But uh, no, I'm, well, I'm, I'm that logic. Yeah, two no, hours I'm glad. on a part A, part B. Yeah, no, but I'm glad because I did want to spend some time on Fallout 76 but, because I think Fallout 76. I know that 2019 is getting started, but I think Fallout 7. Uh, excuse me. I think that Anthem is already uh, one of the best games of 2019, and it's going to take a lot for anybody to contest it. It is. I, there's not. You'd be surprised. Of all the games that are coming out this year, I think Fallout 76 has a pretty significant advantage over a lot of them. And Wait, we'll, Fallout 76 has a pretty significant advantage? Shit. That's just what you said. I did wow. say Wow. Okay. Oh, I, oh. I, it's a Freudian sleep. Freud? Sleep is what that's called. I did say that, and for the sake of record, I'm not going to edit this out. What I meant was, I'm going to leave this. I'm going to leave this in. But what I meant to say was that Anthem has a huge advantage and everything else. But I'm going to leave the other part in so that later people can, whatever, make fun of me for it and be like, okay, you have to send your mattress back. (laughs) I I still, I still say Anthem is going to be. I I don't know if it's going to be the best game of 2019, but it's definitely going to be one of the best of 2019. And here's the thing. This is just a demo, and they're already having world and gameplay-altering things happening inside the game, which That's I'm missing. Bioware of, is awesome. Bioware is – I there, I think all three of us are going to agree on. Bioware is one of the best game developers out there right now, and I wish them all the luck with this game. I have – I am all in on Anthem. 
I'm absolutely buying this. I'm not pre-ordering this, but I'm going to get this pretty much day one. Anyway, this is where we're going to wrap up. As we end, I, I think uh, I'm going to give you guys a chance to, again, say a final message to everybody who's listening out there. Kevin, starting with you, you want to say anything as we wrap this up? This is a huge I, episode, by the way. This is, the fact that this had a part A and part B is pretty epic. So you better have something incredible to say to everybody who's not listening to this podcast. I have to pee so much. Great. Kevin, that was awesome. Jerry, I don't know how you're going to match that. No, no. Honestly, like, I hope that Anthem lives up to everything that it does. We need something that, that like, breaks the mold and everything. It's, it's, it's hard to say, but, like, I, 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 so much pressure. No, no, no. (laughs) Honestly, like, when it comes down to it, we've been through this a hundred times before. Another game where, like, you shoot, 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 collect loot. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, I've got loot plus one. (laughs) We need something that really breaks the mold. Honestly, from what I've played with Anthem, it looks spectacular. It's a fun game. I, I hope that it really lives up to what it does. I hope that the the uh, <laughs> the expansions give like it, no no Jer- no wait I, wait wait Jerry this is supposed to be a closing statement not a whole separate podcast <laughs> on its own ever. yeah this is an <laughs> episode five you're recording Anthem is fun <laughs> I hope to play more hey, good night Jerry okay night. all right. And I can't possibly compete with either one of those closing statements, so I'm just going to say goodbye. Thank you to everybody who actually took the time to listen to this. And I wonder how many parts of episode... something or other. Hobbs and Shot, yes. I'm very curious how many parts episode five is going to have. It might have an A, B, and C, but we'll see. (laughs) Anyway, everybody, stop listening. Go play Anthem. Go pre-order Anthem, whatever. Do not buy Fallout 76, and we'll see you guys in episode five. See ya. Believe it or not, it's just me.